Hello and welcome to New Wine Experience. This is a program designed to encourage you, enrich you and empower you with stories. Stories of transformed lives, lives that have been transformed by the power of God. This is brought to you by New Wine Church in Woolwich, London. You can always check out our website, newwine.co.uk, for similar stories like the one you hear today. Furthermore, we have a free gift for you as a listener to this program. I will tell you how to access this free gift before the end of this program, so don't go away. But before then, we are going to be blessed by the inspirational story of an amazing lady, Sarah Mananga. She has been miraculously healed by the power of God. She has been healed, cleared for years, and she's testifying of the goodness of God and the healing power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Sarah, welcome to this program. Thank you, Pastor. Wow. Now, just we're going to talk about just the healing that you've experienced. But based on your experience, we're going to go into the details of the story. But based on your experience, what can you say about the healing power of God and the healing that is available for us in Jesus Christ? What can you say? Well, based on my experience, I can actually say that our God can be trusted. Our God is reliable and he does whatever he says. When he says something, you can go to bed with that. He's that good, and he can be trusted like that. Wow. Our God can be trusted. You're going to be hearing more about the story of this amazing woman. She was diagnosed with arthritis. You don't want to miss that story. Get your friends and family around the radio if you're listening to it on radio, or just send this to people because it's going to be a blessing to you and to them. So don't go away. Welcome back. This is New Wine Experience. And today we are going to be inspired with the story of Sarah, of Sarah Mananga. Actually, do I pronounce your name Sarah or Sarah? I don't mind. People call me Zara. Sarah, Sarah. I don't take offense. <laughs> okay, okay. Because you are French, right? So yeah. how, how do you normally pronounce it? Saga. Okay. Now, tell us how what happened? How how would you describe the onset of the health challenge you were having then? What were the things that happened? What were the things that you were seeing that made you think, "Oh, oh, something seems to be wrong." How did it start? Well, the, this actually this condition actually happened in 2012. Okay. It was mid-March that I actually started feeling um, a funny pain in my small finger, and then I was like, I didn't I didn't know what it was, so I didn't quite pay attention to that. So I just quite, kind of left it there, and then by the end of March, I traveled to Spain for a wedding. While I go there, I started feeling that the pen was moving to my other fingers. Wow. And then I was like, by the time I came back, my hands was actually burning. Wow. So, so when the, from when it started to when your hands were burning, that took about less two, than a three weeks. Oh, wow. It was less than a month. And then it was just escalated at the level. I was like, no, I need to find out what's going on. Because at that point, I couldn't buff myself. Wow. My husband had to buff me a couple wow. of times. Wow. And then I couldn't even clean the house. I have to be there with my kids, make sure they do stuff for me and my husband. Wow. And then you now decided to go to, to the doctors. And what, what, what was your experience? Yeah, I had to, to book an appointment to go and see my doctor. So when I went to see my doctor, my doctor kind of guessed what it was. She didn't want to tell me. She just transferred me to the hospital. So when I went to the hospital, the first thing that the hospital did, they sent me for a scan because they needed to know, they needed to know what actually was happening inside. They didn't want to tell me, oh, yes, that, that, that's wow. it. So I went for um, 
a, a scan in a different hospital because they didn't have an earlier one. So when I went to the scan, they did say they did see inflammation into my in, in my hands. So by wow. the time I came back, the pain was great. During that, that period, period of time, time there's something, something else. I great, I like just so painful. They gave me anti-inflammatory. I still have those tablets in my house today, <laughs> if I can search for them. So I started taking them, but it was not working. It wasn't doing anything for me. So after the, the result they got from scan, they gave me injection. I felt to ease the pain, and then they put me on medication. Before they put me on medication, the first one, they asked me to go and do the sight test because the sight test okay. because they say it might affect my sight. One of the sight effects of those medi that medication. Right. So I had my sight test. It was fine. They knew the level of my sight. Your sight was fine. It was, it was all right. right. I do wear glasses, but it was okay based on my level at that time. So okay. they wanted to record that so that they know how I'm progressing with the medication I'm taking, if it's actually affecting it or not. And they told me they would do the second. Um, uh, sight test in six months. Right. So I went. I went uh, with the results I took from the, um, um, the test. From the test to yes. the hospital. They said, "Okay, fine." They put me on medication. I started taking that medication. Slowly, I started losing my sight. Wow! Even through my glasses, I couldn't see. It would wow. come to a point. I'll go. I'll go out with my kids. Even the, when the bus is coming, I wouldn't tell what bus number is coming. Oh, I'm wow. wearing glasses, but I cannot see. It was that I have bad. to tell yeah, my, my kids. kids, can you tell me what bus number is that? Or sometimes if I'm alone, I'll ask people at the bus stop, what bus is, what bus is coming? Wow. Yeah, yes. so they will tell me oh, it's the bus number, t number five or bus number 51 or whatever. So it was that bad. I, it go to a point where I have to walk past people that I know. <laughs> you must have made loads of enemies then. <laughs> Some people thought so I was going, I was... <laughs> Being rude. In fact, I got some complaint through my husband that a lady saw me and I didn't greet her. And I told her, Oh, I saw your wife. I greeted her. She did greet me. I said, I did not see that woman. <laughs> Why would I ignore the person that I know? I did not see. And then later on, I started explaining to people actually, <laughs> don't take offense. I cannot see properly. Wow. Yeah. That was how drastic it, it was. was that the medication really. Now, the question is did that medication even ease the pain that you were having it 100%? Not 100%, but it did keep it under control. But it was now the side effect wow. that was actually disturbing more than the pain itself. So I had to go back to the doctor because at that, at that period of time, while I was on that medic those medication, they have to keep checking me because wow. it's not just affecting my sight, mm. it might okay. affect my liver, it might affect my... The other things, so there's other even other side on. effects as well. So every every month, month I have to go to the hospital to do blood tests and then several tests to make sure that it's not actually damaging anything else. Wow. Now, I mean, you told us how this even affected you outside of the home. Mm. You were not able to see the bus numbers. Mm. Or you were just unable to recognize people that you know. Yeah. How was that affecting your standard of living even in the house in being able to relate with your family, your husband, your children, or even at work? How did this even just the side effect, how was it affecting you? It, it, because I wasn't feeling myself anymore, because oh. just little things I used to do, I couldn't do it anymore. I'm that type of person, I hate being dependent, oh. I like to do things on my own, I like to be in charge of myself. At least, be, yeah, be in control, know? yes. Be in control of what I want to do, rather oh. than relying on people do these things to me, for me. Sometimes people may not just 
it's not as if they don't want to help, but they got things to do. I, I, sometimes I do think in the place of other people. I just don't want to do things. I don't want. I don't like people doing things that I wouldn't want to do. So I just want to do things for myself. For me to be in that position where I have to rely on people to do things for me, it was very frustrating. Wow. Yeah. And then what then happened now? You they were going to check your site after six months. Mm -hmm. What did they? I mean, you already were experiencing that it has changed. I did. What was it the six months because I have to go back to tell them now. I cannot. I cannot see properly. And then if I can't see through my glasses, I don't want to go a grade higher than, you know, yes. I don't want to change my prescription, my glass prescription. I just want this medication changed wow. because I don't want it to go <laughs> that bad. Wow. Ended up being that I can't see anymore. So I didn't want. So I went back. I told them I need this medication changed. Wow. So they gave me another medication. Wow. So that means you went back before the six months was. Yeah, because I was going every month. I have I had the. Um, uh, appointment, hospital appointment, every month I was at Queen Elizabeth Hospital, every month I'm there. And then when I go there, there's one actually, one um, a detail I don't want to miss. Every time I go to that hospital, to that ward where the arthritis patients are, yeah. all the people there are old. Old people. <laughs> I'm the youngest in that place. Wow. And trust you me, I was embarrassed every single... I, I, I don't know, but I was just embarrassed. I was like, this is not my place. Wow. I shouldn't even be here. Sarah, what are you doing here? I would just talk to myself. Sometimes I would just be on my phone and do something else. But I'm just telling myself, you shouldn't not, you should not be here. You should not be here. And every single time, it was just frustrating for me. Wow. And but we thank God that through our Lord Jesus Christ, you experience a dimension of God's healing power yeah. that you are testifying mm -hmm. about today. What happened when you went for the second, when they give you, so they changed your first medication. When I, I, went, I went to them, I told them I cannot continue with this medication because it is affecting my sight. They say, okay, no problem. We can give you, but just so you know, there are limited number of medication who can put you through this condition. Wow. So if we keep changing, then that means you may run out of options. Uh, options. So, but we will change you to the second one. But these are the side effects. It's as if oh, every time they tell me the side effect, that's exactly what I will experience. Wow. So, so they told me the side effect. One of the side effects they told me, the major one was like, you might lose your sleep. Wow. So I took that. I didn't even put no faith into that. I was praying. I also believe the Bible says that a, pray, a fervent prayer of the righteous prevail much. Yes. So I share my experience with my home church, yes, home my cell group, cell group, my husband. We were every day praying for, about my condition, and my cell group were, pray, was pray, were praying along with me as well. And as they were praying for me, they were believing God for me. I stood in faith as well. I was like, this, this condition has to go. He started, and he has to have an expiring date, and this has to come to pass. Wow, this is amazing. And boy, and there's still more to talk about in terms of what the side effects are as Sarah continue to stand on the word of God. Well, don't go away because you're going to hear a final word of encouragement from Sarah before we go today. But don't go away.
Welcome back. We have been inspired by the amazing story of Sarah Mananga who has just been telling us about the healing power of God after she was diagnosed with arthritis and she stood on the word of God along with her church family and her husband as well. Sarah, we're going to still continue this your story later on. But before we do so, if there is somebody who is just listening to this right now, maybe they are experiencing one kind of illness in their body or anything at all um, that they, you know, they just don't even know the way out based on your experience. What word of encouragement do you have for them? The word of encouragement I'll give to them is that our God is a healer. And whatever condition that you find yourself, whether you need healing, mental healing, physical healing, spiritual healing, whether you need in the finance, anything, as long as it's written in the Bible, you can trust God for that. God can be trusted. Just find whatever the promises of God is in the Bible regarding your condition. It's like going to court and knowing the law. You bring your article, whatever it backs up your condition, telling you, telling your condition that God has already said it, and you present that, 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 that word that God has spoken regarding your condition, just stand there. Stand there until it happens. Be just like Jacob. Jacob says, if you do not bless me, I will not leave that place. God like people like that. If we, look, we, we read the story of uh, that, that widow woman in Luke 18, that woman got justice because she never stopped. She went in the morning, she went in the noon, she went in the afternoon, in the evening, until she got a breakthrough. God like people are actually, even the Bible says the kingdom of God suffered, suffers violence and violence take it by force. Trust God and the reality we will have a testimony just like I did. Amen. Wow. Well, you know, we have heard it. Our God is a prayer answering God. Our God is the God that specializes in turning impossibilities around because indeed he's a prayer answering God. Well, we have a free audio for you titled God of the Impossible. Yes, that's the prayer answering God that Sarah was referring to. God of the Impossible is a free audio from Sounds of New Wine featuring the international worship leader Nathaniel Bassi. You can access that free audio along with other stories like this on our website, newwine.co.uk. Join us next time. This is New Wine Experience from New Wine Church London, where you're valued, not numbered. God,